Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. N4G Radio, episode 540 for December 3rd, 2018. We're finally in December. There are only four weeks left in the year of our Lord 2018. It's been a great year for video games. We're going to talk about video games right now. But on the show this week, we've got the Wombat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have Anthony. Yeah. Just going off of what Ryan did. No. No. Well, don't. All no, right, no, no. So, Anthony, you want to talk about some video games? I play. Well, I can only talk about one I've played. Which so is, let's talk about that one. Which is funny because you have the most reviews of anybody on the site. You just apparently are not allowed to speak about any of them. Yep. Way to go, embargo. And I did, and you know what the best part is? I still didn't get Monster Boy. Yeah, I don't... Like, they sent out the email saying, Hey, we've got codes. Let us know if you want a code. So I reply back. I'm like, yeah, I would like a code. Oh, I, I'm not blaming you. I'm like, I did not I mean, that thing response. was out weeks ago. So, like, I have... At this point, like, I have the game pre-ordered, so I'm gonna go pick that up. I couldn't believe how expensive that fucking game was. That seems... Um, I mean, I paid... It was... I mean, the the, uh, Nicalis or Nicholas, whatever you want to pronounce it, release of uh, Wonder Boy, um, I think it was earlier this year. Um, If not, it was uh, late last year. I mean, that was 50 bucks in Canada as well, so, like, this is 55. See, that's just... It doesn't feel like a $50 game. Uh, I guess, I guess to me, so like I've said it before, like my dad got me into video games and those were his, like he had a Sega Genesis and master system. So growing up, I had access to those. I did have a super Nintendo too, but I'm just like, are we, it's easier to give a kid. That's, Anyways, like, a, that's but, like a revelation for me is like, are we at that time in life? Where people are in an age where their parents grew up showing them video... Because, like, in my mindset, I grew up with video games. Like, I'm the one passing that torch now. Um, I think... Hmm. I'm an outlier. Like, everybody I know that plays video games is my age didn't have that. Like, their parents aren't playing video games. Like, my my dad plays video games because that's what he was into. But he's... Like, everybody Weird. I know's parents didn't play video games. No, Some of yeah, them play I mean, video games now. Yeah, some of them play my now. Dad, but... My dad is, um, let me do the math, 55? 
Man, that's not so, that's not that much older than I am. That's it's like 15, right. so, 15 years so, older than me. So, yeah, born in 63. Um, so, yeah, that's right. Um, the old. Yeah, I was born in the 70s, technically, by a month. Mm. Uh, my mother, my mother was born in '69. Uh, so, so there you we're '69. <laughs> um, nice. <laughs> uh, the, hey, that's uh, when I got my first real six string. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad somebody got it. It's, <laughs> um, it's like the 37 great. joke I made on Twitter the other day. Nobody got it, and then somebody finally got it. I don't know that I saw that joke. It was the somebody. Oh, somebody tweeted something. How much wood could have wood? I was like 37. The number's 37. And like nobody said anything. Then finally somebody tweeted the gift from Clerks. You suck yeah. 37 you suck dicks. 37. <laughs> Try not to suck any dick in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Such a great movie. Anyways, I, my dad has all the old packages and some of them still have the stickers on it. Um, and I, there's a lot to... Well... I can speak for Wonder Boy, uh, The Dragon's Trap. I could, there's a lot to that game. Like, that is not by any means a super short game if you're going through the first time without, like, a walkthrough. Because um, obviously that'll reduce the amount of time. Because there's a lot of exploration um, and there's a lot of secrets. So if that, if, if Monster Boy is anything like that or its sequel, uh, Wonder Boy Monster World on Genesis, Monster Land is the second one on Master I've already lost track. Terrible. Let's move on. Anyways, it, I, the price is the price is what I'd expect it to be. It's at least not full price. Yeah, it's um, forty bucks here. So, but I was yeah. still like looking at it, like, man, that seems expensive. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I have games that I can't talk about. So skip over those. Uh, but uh, I did get to play a game, and I didn't know about it until you handed it to me for review, called uh, Rival Mega Gun, um, which is a bullet hell shooter slash fighting game, I guess to some extent. Like the fighting game seems inaccurate, but at the same time, it. I, I know nobody knows. Compete. Nobody knows are, this game, but there was a game that came out on the 360 that was called Wartech Cinco No Ronde. This game is a lot of that. It's two screens, um, shooter mechanics involved, but it has the presentation of a fighting game, like 1v1? Yeah, the the setup is, I guess, similar also to, like, puzzle games, like Tetris when you're going head-to-head, or um, uh, Poyo Poyo slash Mean Bean Machine, that where you kind of have that screen split down the center, and um, what you're doing is you're trying to build up combos, then the combos bank into a meter, and as that meter fills up, allows you to either attack your uh, opponent or rival, in this case, I guess. Um, or when you fill it up, you can transform into a like mega version of your ship and then attack that other player directly, which then it becomes more like a fighting game right on, except the one person's still playing the bullet hell shooter, and you're now a giant boss character on the top of their side of the screen. Um, I like the game a lot. It's very short campaign, which, I mean, if you see it like a fighting game, it probably it's like eight stages pretty normal, I suppose. That's pretty standard, because each character you play through, and then 
you get the little ending or whatever. Yeah, the ending seems to be the same, which is kind of disappointing. But the intro sequences are all different, and the way they talk to their opponents are different because there's a little dialogue before you start the level. Um, there's a lot of lore in this game, surprisingly. There's cards you can unlock, and when you unlock the cards, you can go and read about the ships, uh, the, the characters that you can play as. Um, each character fights differently. like They have different firing patterns, and they have different transformation. They have a different attack that you can send to your opponent. Uh, if you don't wait for the meter to fill up, you can just send attacks over. Um, it's a really neat game. I'm super impressed by the soundtrack. The graphics are fantastic. Uh, pixel art. But it's done in a way that it's... It looks um, like Iconoclast. Yeah, actually, that's a very... <laughs> actually, in fact, it yeah, even the way the characters look looks like Iconoclast's. Um, I said the soundtrack sounded like a Mega Man X sort of soundtrack, like kind of um, guitars, but obviously a chiptune, um, rock music, uh, very high energy. Um, there's a little bit of 3D animation in the background sometimes. I'm very impressed by a game I had never heard of. Um, and then I challenged Ken, Ken beat me. I've never played the game times. and I whooped your ass. <laughs> oh man, embarrassing! Yeah, no, I just that there was funny. I was like, I play a lot of bullet not. hell shooters. Yeah, I do not. So I, I play shooters, but I don't usually play bullet hell. And like, you can tell because you can sometimes go through shots. So like, the actual hitbox. Yeah, yeah you have to know. Tiny. Basically, the way that you play those games is the entire time you're playing, you're watching your ship, and you know where your hitbox is, and you just dodge where the hitbox is, and that's how you yeah. stay alive. Yeah, um, but I'm I'm still very impressed. Um, I did three times through with different characters. Um, again, and I'm not sure if I have to increase the difficulty and then there's a little bit more to the story. It kind of leaves on a cliffhanger. Um, but it's a neat, it's a neat, uh, I don't know how, or maybe you have to finish with every character. I don't know. It's a neat game. Um, and I, I, if you want something different, this is a very different game while feeling familiar. Um, especially if you like bullet hell, it, it's just it's an it's an interesting mash of um, like genres, which usually doesn't end up nearly as good as this. So um, I'll probably end up picking up the soundtrack at some point too. I liked it that much, and that's all I can talk about. Well, you could at least say what you're playing that you can't. Talk okay, about. you are um, allowed to say that. I'm playing. Uh, so I have more pinball with the uh, Williams. Collection Volume 2. Uh, one thing I should say, um, so when I did my review for the first set, I didn't notice. Um, I don't know, some people say it's because they want to maintain an E rating. Uh, they have edited some of the artwork on the tables to remove cleavage. Um, I don't... Now That seems like a weird thing to do. Right. So I kept my eyes out this time. I bet um, you did. Well. Looking for that cleavage. Um, no, because I felt bad because of my review. I said it was a very good, and I I think I'm still correct in some ways. I'd rather be able to play the table with small edits than um not play the table at all. Have it you know accurately represented as much as possible. It's just it's kind of weird that they make that stance um with with things that like not it's not full nudity, so there's really no reason. Um, because the ranking wouldn't go up for that. Like it's so mild, and and it's not the main focus. It's the back of the uh, pinball tables, 
Um, and it was pointed out that that the, the Williams tables in the volume one collection, um, they edited it. Now, to some extent, I also defend the change because this is never going to be perfect representation anyways, because some of them have licensed music that they do not license anymore um, from the original tables. And it was something that uh, even um, Pinball Arcade couldn't sometimes, but uh, it means that Pinball Arcades is still technically more accurate to the original. Um, but I'm just glad these are available at all. So um, I'll have my review out for the new tables. Um there's three. There's a free one too, which wasn't out when I did my review, um, which I think everybody should pick up because it's a free pinball table. Um, uh, I'm playing Earth Defense Force Five, and I'm playing Gris, which is uh, gray in French, um, I believe. I'm assuming that's how they're yeah, doing it. About it. It's that or Gris, but I doubt it's Gris. <clears throat> gris sounds like a meal you'd get at Denny's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It also sounds delicious. Just, I'm just going to throw know, that well, out Well, sure. Uh, <laughs> you said Denny's, and I was like, yeah, no, it doesn't sound delicious at all. Yeah, um, I, I love Denny's. It's Denny's. grits made out of the grease. Mm, um, God damn, that sounds good. Um, yeah, so I'm uh, playing that as well. All right. And I'll move and I'm on. not playing Monster Boy. That's my disappointment. We, we, went, over, we went over that. Already. I know. Still sad. We'll move on to the Wombat. Yo. What's up? How are you? I am fabulous. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, so, what have I been playing? Well, I've been playing um, <clears throat> Red Dead. Ah, oh, yes. Which continues to be an excellent game. And, man, oh, man, this is probably... This is going to be the hardest year for me to put together a game of year the list. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, like, it's going to be so hard for me to decide... Among the top three, which one deserves to be on top? Because at the same time, my son is now playing through Spider-Man. And uh, so watching him play through that, I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I forgot how good that part was. Or, oh, yeah, I forgot how good that was. So um, it's going to be a tough top three for me this year. Um, but, you know, I'm making my way through the story in uh, Red Dead. I'm on Chapter 4 right now. I um, just uh, the other day decided I didn't have too much time to play and I didn't really want to get into any story stuff so I decided to just go up to the top right corner of the map which I had not yet explored holy cow uh it is cool up there there's just giant waterfall and um I went on a legendary hunt up there um there's a couple legendary fishing places up there like the top right corner of the map yeah top right corner of the map is it's pretty neat so um I'm just continuing to enjoy tooling around in that game and um you know i'm not uh, I've, I've been playing it a ton and i'm i still want to play it more which i think is a, a pretty good indication so um i also uh in the the black friday sales i picked up uh, valkyria chronicles 4 because it was half off um i did so too 30 bucks you picked it up too yeah and i have played through the tutorial and that was it like okay <laughs> i just wanted to grab it while it was 30 dollars yeah, uh, it is so good, man. It's so good. Is this um, the PS4 or Switch? I, no, I, I bought it on the Switch. Um, How does it look? The, uh, it looks good. It That's looks good. good. I mean, it's it's got a um, it's got a unique art style, so it's not really like a um, photorealistic style game. Yeah, uh, I, I was so, curious because like I don't know if it would um, be a little bit more pixelated or not. 
on there. Uh, I mean, I haven't played it on PS4, so I can't. I think you'd notice. Comparison. I think. Uh, but yeah, really I think bad. it. I think it looks fine. Um, the the thing I will say uh, too about this game is that if you are from a distance looking at it and you say, well, I don't know if it's really a game for me, there is a very lengthy demo up um, for that game. I know it's up on Switch. I'm not sure if they've got a demo on PS4 or not. I'm sure they do. Um, that gives you, I think, basically the prologue and at least the first chapter, if not the second chapter as well. Um, so I would definitely recommend checking that out if you're if you feel like you're interested in it at all. What about the girth uh, of the demo? Because we know that's the important part. It's, um, I would say it's probably about three quarters of a Coke can. <laughs> Um, the, uh... Wasn't so, actually expecting a response. <laughs> the, uh, the game is, uh, you know, it's it, it's a Valkyria Chronicles game, right? So you navigate via the book. Um, you get different, um, little story cutouts. Uh, and then you'll have at least one, sometimes two missions per chapter. Um, and then you you got side missions. And, um, if you play with the same characters in your squad enough and they're characters that like each other you also unlock some uh side quests specifically built around those characters which is cool um it's got some stuff in it that makes me just shake my head like why is this in every game of this style like your character coming out from under the tank and inadvertently looking up some girl's skirt and it's like come on that's fan service that's the kind of stuff that just doesn't need to be in there um, Sad people. but in general, I, uh, uh, I enjoy the game a lot and it's got like the other Valkyria Chronicles, it's got with the, with the exception of what I just said, it's got a pretty, um, mature kind of story around it. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to putting some more time in that and, uh, finishing it up. Ken, I think you'll, uh, did you like, did you, I forget, did you? play and beat the first one i played it i never beat it but i did enjoy what i played i played through like five or six chapters and i enjoyed it okay yeah that's that's about where i'm at in the original i never went back and finished it um after i finish the fourth one i'll go back and finish the first one um but uh if you if you like that one you'll love this one because it's it's kind of a um it seems like an, an improvement over the formula in just about every way so it's um but the gameplay is similar, so it uh, it does. You know, I, members of that team are members of the team that made Skies of Arcadia, and I would love that series to make a comeback. But um, I'm just glad that we got another um, non-portable Valkyria Chronicles game, legit Valkyria Chronicles game, not uh, whatever Revolution. the game was that came out before Revolution. Revolution, that's what it was called. Oh, and I uh, checked. Uh, yeah, demo available on PS4. Okay, good. I think it's on uh, I'm Switch, not, too, I'm right? not sure if the game's still on sale. No, it's that sale is over. Okay. So, you know, maybe um, I, from my perspective, it it's worth $60. Um, I just, the only reason I didn't buy it at $60 is because we had so much other stuff to play. I was planning on waiting until after the first of the year to pick it up. Um, and then it popped up for $29.99. I'm like, okay, well, I can't pass that up at this point. Um, but I, I certainly recommend the game to anybody that enjoys that style, but definitely you should play the demo, um, and just check it out. Even if, even if you're not sure if you'll like the game, just play the demo. Um, it's, 
it's a different kind of turn-based strategy. Um, it's it's very unique in its formula. So, um, other than that, I played. Um, oh, what else did I? I don't think I played anything else. Um, some more Sega Heroes on uh, iPhone, which is fun. Uh, but I think that's pretty much it. All right. Well, you want to talk about having a hard time picking your top games of the year. There's a little game that just keeps rolling up my list. That's Call like, of 76. And it's like a... No, nah, I don't even play that game. Um, man, Astrobot. It just... It just gets better every fucking level. Yeah. Friday, 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 Friday. It Friday, is. Friday. I'm on World Four of Five, and like some of the stuff in that game is just ridiculous. Is it five worlds, six levels each? Uh, five worlds, four levels, and a boss per per world. And then if you find the hidden chameleons. Those are challenge levels, and every boss you beat opens a challenge level as well. So, there's a lot to... And the challenge levels are cool. Like, they're spin-offs of stuff you did. I, I think it's totally... Like, nobody seems to talk about it, but the boss battles in this game are super fucking cool. Um, I'll just give you an example. The first boss is a giant gorilla. And in VR, if you've never played it, VR can be overwhelming when giant things are in your face. <laughs> And this giant gorilla climbs up the side of a building, and he'll throw these attacks at you, and eventually he'll try to bite at you, but his teeth will get stuck in the side of the building. So then you go up and you punch his teeth until they break, and then you shoot a little grappling hook into the root and pull it out. <laughs> and it's like a, such a simple mechanic, but when you're doing it in VR, it's just super fucking cool. <laughs> Like, there are so many parts in that game that are like that, where they use the VR in conjunction with a simple gameplay mechanic, and it just takes it to, like, a whole new level. And I think that's what Astrobot does so well. And it's funny, because as you're playing through the game, you're like, man, it can't get any better than that. It can't get any better than that level that I just did. And then you play the next level, and you're like, holy shit, they made it better than that last level. And it's just consistently like that through the game. So I'm super excited to get to the end of that game and see what the the final area and the final, you know, boss battles look like. Because that game is just... Man, that game alone has justified the, the, the purchase of my PSVR. Like, it's that good. Um, I did also pick up a couple uh, other games this week for the VR to try out. I checked out Farpoint. I find that game very boring. Um, I do not like the setup for that game. Like it's it's fine. It's a first person shooter. You walk around. Uh, it also gives you the option to go full non comfort mode. So I was kind of curious if moving and turning would make me sick. So I turned it all off, um, and I can move forward, back, left, right, turn left and right in VR without getting sick. So it didn't bother me. But still, that game is just literally a straight-line corridor um, shooting spiders, and I found it to be very kind of meh. So I wasn't really impressed with that game. I picked up Eve Valkyrie, but I haven't had a chance to play more of that other than the demo yet. Um, 
I think that's all I checked out in VR this week. I just I've been totally enamored with Astrobot, and I kind of want to get through that game before the end of the year. So I'm playing more of that. I finished Darksiders three. I wrote my review. I have a lot of issues with that game. It turns out that the boss fight that I was stuck on is totally like it was literally right behind me. I just never turned around to look. And the game, like I said, it was it was a bad telegraph because the boss that I fought there I had seen earlier in the game and what they taught me to do earlier in the game was not what worked later in the game. So I never thought to turn around and look. But literally as soon as I figured out what I was supposed to do, I, I beat him without dying. Like I didn't die anymore. Um, and I went through, finished the game, great ending, great nods. There's a mid-credit scene, or there's an after a post-credit scene that's really cool if you're into the, the story of Darksiders. Um, I really, really like that game, but I have a lot of issues with it. It definitely feels like Anthony had said. It's like it was built on a shoestring budget. Um, there's so many pieces that... It's like you watch the evolution of that series. You start the first game. It's great, but you feel like you want more to it. Darksiders 2 kind of goes overboard and gives you a little too much. And then Darksiders 3 feels like it goes pre-Darksiders 1. Like there's not, it doesn't feel like there's nearly even as much content that was in the first game as in the third game. Um, and you can, you can kind of feel that, especially in like every one of the Darksiders games allowed you to ride a horse in certain areas of the game. And Darksiders 3 narratively explains out the horse. But it also feels like you did this because you didn't have a world big enough or a budget big enough to create horse traversal. And it's... There's a lot of those problems with... And just little things like her double jump being inconsistent and her not grabbing ledges when she should. It just... It feels... Here's another funny thing is like the Xbox patch finally came through, the one that had been on PS4 for a while, and it disables HDR and... That game looks so much better without HDR, so it feels like another game that had poor HDR implementation. Um, of which now there are quite a few that I can think of off the top of my head near Automata. Yeah, I feel like companies are not understanding what HDR is. Yeah, like there's a couple, like Madden 19, great HDR implementation. Spider Man on PS4, great HDR implementation. Um, Strange Brigade is another game that does it really well. Games that do it very poorly, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, Near Automata, and now Darksiders 3 are three games that I can think of that when you turn it off, the colors look so much better. Now, I have a question. Were you the one that was playing Final Fantasy uh, uh, Maxima, whatever the Final Fantasy World Maxima? I have it on Xbox One, yes. Okay, yeah. Did you try that out yet? I played through the intro part where you Did do the you coffee shop. Did you have any issues with HDR? It doesn't have HDR from what I... Oh, oh. wow, okay, because they must have removed it, because originally the PS4 version had HDR, and apparently it was so broken that the game became blurry. Huh, no, I, I yeah. think the Xbox One version does not have it at all. Probably for the best, from yeah. the sounds of it. it. It feels like game developers are still getting used to HDR, to the point where they're trying to figure out what works and what doesn't, and... I'm going to be honest with you, if you guys want to know, go talk to EA, because Madden does it beautifully. Um, the guys that made Strange Brigade, who's is that Rebellion, I think, that did that game? Horizon Zero Dawn had really good HDR. Yes, too. yes, Horizon did, uh, Insomniac and Spider-Man. Uh, God of War is another one that does it really yep. well. But those are how you do it. Red Dead Redemption 2, Nier Automata, and Darksiders 3, you guys done fucked up. The, the, those are broken, like... 
literally the colors look washed out in those That's games. The total opposite of what HDR is supposed to be. Yep. So, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, it's just frustrating when you have games that look really good with it and games that look really bad without it. And it's like, I can turn it off at the system level, but it's a giant pain in the ass because then you got to reboot the game. So having to set that on a game-per-game basis is not something I want to do. So hopefully they get that stuff figured out. Um, I played a couple of the indie games that dropped this week. I just I want to bring this game back up because I talked about it when it first came out, and now it's on Switch and Xbox One. If you haven't played it yet, go pick up Horizon Chase Turbo. That game is so good. If you love those old OutRun arcade Sega racers, that game is so good. Go get that game. It's finally out on the other machines. You should play that game. It's super is that fun. The one, wasn't Metal Jesus pushing that too? I think I no. saw he had a video out of that game yeah. this week, and I, 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 I totally concur. That game is super rad, and if you haven't played it yet, it was only on PS4 up to this point, but now it's on Xbox One and Switch. But it was based off a mobile game? It yeah. is based off a mobile game. Oh, yeah. okay. So I, knew, I knew someone could get it. But you know what? It, it don't, this game is incredible. There's very few mobile to console ports that I think are worthy. Um, what was that Zelda game? Fuck. Uh, uh, Ocean. Ocean Horn. Yes. Yeah, Ocean Horn. That game is incredible, and this one's right up there. Horizon Chase Turbo is an awesome game. Uh, I also played a game called Axis Football 18. Don't fucking play that game. It's terrible. It's awful. Delete it from your hard drive. Don't ever purchase it. It's a bad game. Um. Well, okay. I need now. I have questions. Mm-hmm. Why is it called Axis Football? What is it? Is Because it, it's is made it... by Axis Games. Okay. And then... It's all fake team. Like, they put a lot of work into the back end. Like, you can create teams, you can create jerseys, you can modify, like, you can do seat. Like, it's got all the bells and whistles, but when you start playing the game, it has this horrible camera angle. The players fall down like uh, characters from Goat Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> um... Like Some the dream ragdoll. Yeah, it's it's a bad game. Like, I, it's, and you know what the crazy part is? Apparently, it has a seven out of ten from user scores on Steam. Those guys probably are just mad they don't have Madden. Although they should have it this year. Well, no, Steam doesn't yeah. have it. It's on Origin, but still, like this game is a bad game. Don't don't buy this game. Don't buy. It. Uh, and the only other thing I played was a game called Floor Kids, which is actually better than it sounds. It's a dancing game. Where you like tap the button in rhythm and then you can hold the button. It's weird. Go look it up, but it's a lot better than you think it is. It's a neat game. And I think that is all that I have played this week. I, I, for, I, I'm not being coy. I have not played Just Cause. I'm so shocked that we did not get that game early. Kind of disappointed too. I'm going to blame Drew for the reason we're not getting codes. Just because he's not here. Oh, well, that's a good reason. Anyway, let's talk about what is coming out this week. Uh, surprising lot of games out this week. We have Final Push. Yeah, yeah. This is this is kind of the last big week for AAAs because the last two big AAA games are out this week. Because you'd be crazy to put it any closer to Christmas. Yeah, Earth I, Defense Force. Yeah, I kind of think the indie games and the the mid-tier games are the best things. Like, this is the best time to put them out after this week. So, But, this week we've got Arcus Path VR. 
Uh, the first DLC for Assassin's Creed Odyssey is dropping Story Arc 1, Legacy of the First Blade. God, I can't even think about <laughs> DLC for that game. Yeah, I know. It game was so big. What 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 game? Sorry? Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Oh, Odyssey. my God. Uh, Astrology and Horoscope Premium. Wow. Okay. Oh, there... I can see in my future I'm not buying that game. There are, wow. So we have Atler Arlen Series Deluxe Pack, then we've got Atler Verona, The Alchemist of Arlen DX, and Atler Totori, The Adventure of Arlen DX. I know nothing about those games other than the fact that they have some of the weirdest fucking names in video games. Well, they're all French, Atelier. I'm sorry. I'll yeah, still call well, it Atler. That's my American accent, it's called Atler. Um, Atelier. And, uh, yeah. We've got um, it's you, go private workshop. You yeah, that those games you like run a shop and stuff. Um, some of them have like full open worlds, and some of them are just like text menus, and then you go and like fight and stuff. Um, okay, but like they push out so many of those games, and they all play slightly differently, so it's hard to tell which one's which. I know they all start with Atler. Yeah, Atelier, Atelier, Betty Bats, Betty Bats Treasure Hunt. I know you've been waiting on that one. Uh, we've got Escape Game Aloha. Okay. We've got yes, goodbye. <laughs> Gwent, the Witcher card game. This seems like a weird yep. day for this game to come out because Thronebreaker, the Witcher Tales, also comes out this week. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Which one? Thronebreaker. It's a card game based on the Witcher series. Oh. But it's, but it's <laughs> is a it, uh, card game, but it has a full RPG attached to it. I don't think it's like an RPG like you're thinking. But it's not. Of. It's but it's not Witcher based. Like it's not play. It doesn't play like The Witcher. It plays like a top down, and then all the battles are done via a card game. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Both of those it games apparently are out. hasn't done well. Yeah, both of those games are out this week for consoles. We've also got the physical version of Hellblade: Sin with Sacrifice. Just Cause 4. Enjoy Ninja Theory's last I game need, on PS4. I needed to give a pause there because I said Just Cause 4 and the next game's called Just Deal With It, and I didn't want you to think that was the subtitle for Just Cause 4. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be. It totally could be, and it would be a great subtitle. <laughs> but, Just saying. Uh, get, a spike, uh, get a Nike sponsorship. Hell yeah, just, just do, do it. it. Uh, Lego DC Super Villains The Aquaman Movie Pack 1 Movie uh, Pack I'm, 1 <laughs> Yeah there's going to be another one uh, I'm going to butcher this name Monica E.A. Guarda dos Coelhos No, no I went to school no, with no. her <laughs> That's for PS4? Yeah that Why is it that you know what this is? Because you okay, like weird I, fucking games? So so no, I, I'm wondering if they're pushing out in Brazil a a changed version of the new Monster Boy with Monica because Brazil has Brazil still makes I'm Sega only Master looking Systems at North America. I'm only looking at North America. Well they might release it still in North America, but the, the Monica if it's just, what I'm thinking of, Monica was like a comic character or something like that, and they would just replace all the sprites in the like a bunch of Sega games, including Wonder Boy, and just put Monica characters in 
instead and then sell them as like different games. Anthony, can I can I can I tell you something? Nobody cares. I got no, it. No, no, not everything in the video game world revolves around Monster Boy. I'm okay. Also out this week. No, no, we're here now. Also out this week is Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to do that for comedic effect. Ah, uh, uh, Mutant Year Zero: Road to Eden. That's out now. That's out this week. And if you have oh, Xbox dang. Game Pass, it is in Game Pass. Uh, override Mech City. Wait, hold on. What's that? What's the game you just said? Mutant. Mutant what is it? Mutant Year Zero: Road to Eden. It is. Uh, what, a, what kind of game is that? I don't know that I've heard it's, of it. Um, XCOM. Like Wasteland or yeah, XCOM. Yeah. Oh, okay. You've got a duck, a pig, and a lady. Okay. I've heard it's really good. Sounds like. Sounds like a Saturday night. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's Howard the Duck, by the way. If you look it up, it looks he's like Howard He's kind of like, he's, yeah, he's kind of no. straight up Howard the Duck. Um, so I looked up Monica, I'm not going to pronounce that. I I know less Spanish than you do. Um, <laughs> it's Tower Climb, is that, Tower Fall, that's the one. Sorry, Tower Fall-ish looking game with the character Monica from Brazil. From Brazil? So Just from the yeah. country Brazil? Yeah, it's, it's a Brazilian comic as Or are we I talking know. about the movie? <laughs> no, we're not talking about the movie Brazil. Terry Gilliam's Brazil. Hey, I'd play. I'd play a game that had, took place in in that weird ass universe. Uh, Persona Three: Dancing in Moonlight and Persona Five: Dancing in Starlight. And then we also have the Persona Dancing Endless Night collection. So a lot of Persona dancing. Is the Endless Night collection the um, one? Does, it, does that include the one that was? Wasn't it Vita only? I think that's just three and five. I don't fucking know. Uh, pin, pinball FX three, Williams Pinball Volume two, Prison Boss VR, uh, Smash. Well, you get to poke a hole in the poster and then realize my, my uh, inmates escaped. Smash hit plunder. Uh, Subnautica is finally going one so that's out this week. Super Life of Pixel. The Council, Episode 5, Checkmate. Word Hunters. Atler Maruru, The Apprentice of Arlen DX. God damn it. Uh, Energy Cycle Edge. Picture Party VR. I told you there's a lot of games out this week. Um, Battle Princess Madeline, which is apparently a Ghost and Goblins type game Jagged Alliance Rage The Last Remnant Remastered Guns and Stories Bulletproof VR Headlander Physical Release I'm assuming From Limited Run Yeah. Hello Neighbor Hide and Seek And finally PlayStation 4 owners can play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds Pretty much all the same stuff on Xbox. Nothing different there. Anything for 3DS this week? Uh, nope. Answer is no. Let's talk about the Switch. Because there are 12 million games coming out on the Switch this week. <laughs> Every week. Yes. So we've got Rockboshers DX, 
Demetrios, the big cynical adventure. All them Atler games are coming to the Switch. Is that a, is that a Koei Tecmo? Yes. Point? yes. Ah, I knew it. We've got Gear.Club Unlimited 2. I reviewed the first one. Those are not good games. Don't, don't play this. <laughs> uh, Toki, the Retro Collector, Retro Lector Edition. Uh, a lot of the stuff we already said. Beholder, Complete Edition. Carcassonne. It's coming to Switch. That seems like a good Switch game. Yeah. Carcassonne seems like a perfect fit for the Switch. Yep. Beholder's a pretty good one, too. Color Zen. Uh, Conduct Together. Long Story, a dating game for the real world. <laughs> On Switch. Yeah. Rival Mega Gun is coming to Switch next week. Oh, that game. Okay. I hate the phrase, but that game is perfect for Switch because you have two controllers built into the console already. Uh, Ultimate Runner. Katamari Damacy Reroll. Buy that game. No. Uh, Sega Genesis Classics. <laughs> no. No, buy that game Buy that game so I can get another Katamari somewhere else. Uh, no. No. Shut up, Ken. Uh, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. And finally, a little indie game you might have heard of, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Eep. Is out on Friday. Friday is the day for your smashing. Are you ready to smash on Friday? <laughs> Are you ready to talk about the hentai games? No. No. <laughs> no. Never. Oh, we got, I will never be ready for that. We got the, the the sequel everybody's been waiting for, Hentai University 2 Biology Course. Oh, good. Great. There's a game coming out this week on PC called Yo, My Yo. What? <laughs> oh, man. I love, I love this shit. It's the best. Scrolling through here. Ultra Pig. That sounds like a game I'd play. Ultra Pig. We got Hentai Heroes. That's uh, the Crazy Cookies. Got the Crazy Cookies coming out this week. Crazy Cookies. Crazy Cookies. We do have Hentai Square Puzzle and Hentai Summer also out this week on the PC. I, you know, it's it's. I got it. Between all the hentai and this game called Yo My Yo, which describes itself as a simplistic 2D racing game, but I don't think it really captures how simplistic it is. Um, what the fuck is Steam doing? Like really? Um, if you want to play Katamari, Anthony, it's oh, out. Be, oh, it's out be. on PC this week as well. Mm-hmm. So you Does can, it look nicer than the PS2 version? I mean, it has to, right? Yeah, it's just because the image the PS2 puts out is blurry. Let's do some news. Want to do some news? News. Steam's still filled with shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Congratulations. That, I don't think that's a legit news story. Oh uh, man! You keep, every week we seem to cover that news story. Just four more hentai games you can disappoint everyone in your life with. All right, PlayStation <laughs> PlayStation Plus games for the month of December. This is just so we talked about this last week, but this is the last month you get PS3 and PS Vita games. So, for going forward, there's only going to be two PlayStation Plus games every month. So, 
for the last entry, we get Soma. That's a solid choice. Uh, on Rush, also a solid choice. For PS3, we get Steriden and Steinsgate. And That's then, uh, those are both pretty good games. And then on PS Vita, we get Papers Please and Iconoclasts, which will also work on PS4. Get Iconoclasts. It's free. It it's one of the best. Me- Listen, all this crap that like we've heard this year about good Metroidvanias. And honestly, most of them aren't. Uh, Iconoclast is, and it's fantastic. So, the Game Awards are this week. So, obviously, there's been... Achilles, excuse me, called them by their name. Geoff. Geoff is doing his award show on Thursday. Doritos Pope. There's been a lot of leaks, rumors, and, uh, you know, just general people out there like, hey, and Keeley said there's going to be 10 plus game reveals at the Game Awards. Everybody was sure Rocksteady was going to talk about their new game. Rocksteady has come out and made a comment. They are not making a Superman game and they are not showing their new project at the Game Awards. Yep. So you can stop guessing what Rocksteady is doing because you will not find out on Thursday. How to to crush two dreams at once, huh? Yeah. Uh, Dragon Age says that they have a... Or, I'm sorry, Bioware says that they have a Dragon Age announcement coming in December. Could that be into Team... Could that be into Keeley's? Maybe? It, it definitely could be, but my thing is, like... Um, remember the last time we had two Bioware teams working on different stuff? Hey, Anthem launches in February, so they can they can I, ramp up... I know, but that's a consistent thing you need to keep up with. Yeah, but you're not going to put the whole team keeping up with it. Yeah, but I'd assume new content would need a fairly big team to, especially with a game that looks like that. I mean, you just put the Kardashians on it; they'll keep up with it, I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> just want you read more hentai games. And, you know. The Elder Scrolls Blades has been delayed into 2019. No, I'm still interested in that game. So, well, it'll be out next year now. You know, the nice part is if it's broken as hell, it's a free-to-play game. Unlike so, Artifact, yeah. which is not free. The Dota card game. That's not yeah, free. And, and it's not free, and then they, charge, they you. charge you for packs. Now, to some extent, I understand that, because like, if you were to start a standard game like Magic or whatever, you'd start with a deck of cards that'll cost you. Um... Yeah, like twenty six ninety nine in Canada. Like it's not unreasonable. It's just that you don't get anything physical. So I, I don't know. Going back to I have no interest. Going back to Bethesda. No. Man, could you really think they fuck up anymore with Fallout seventy six? Please tell me this is about the bag. So in the collector's edition, players <laughs> are supposed to get a canvas bag, which was like a mock up of something that was in the game. Well. Turns out they didn't get the canvas bag. They got a nylon bag. That looks like shit. <laughs> and a couple of responses to customer support. One of them said uh, it was too expensive, so fuck you. We didn't do it. Wow. To, to which Bethesda has now been starting to offer players who are disappointed in this, if they prove their purchase of the collector's edition, they will send them 500 atoms for in-game currency for Fallout 76. That's the equivalent of $5. Hold on. This gets better. 
We're going through the full saga? Okay. No, 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 no. This gets better in the fact that 500 atoms is not even enough in-game currency to purchase the canvas yeah. bag accessory in the game! <laughs> uh... Are we covering the last part of this too, Ken? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you have this. Oh. And, and so they said they couldn't make the canvas bags, but then it was revealed that at a press event, a bunch of YouTuber, uh, YouTubers and influencers got the canvas bag for free. Oh. Oh, just, just on the bad taste. You're like, mm, okay, the bad taste is out of my mouth. It just gets even worse. So can we say the Fallout 76 has officially dwarfed the problems EA had with Star Wars Battlefront 2? Uh, I'd say this also dwarfed the problems yes. they had with Ma- Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> this is this is and and the best part is is that uh also earlier this week people went through the code and were i suppose surprised to see that it has elements of skyrim in it still i don't know why that would be surprising to yeah anyone. i don't know why that would be surprising because to anyone Bethesda has been using basically just altered versions of the oblivion engine forever now and don't fix, and it seems like they roll back on ones to like the earliest build of the engine to alter that rather than like one that's patched because they seem to keep breaking the same stuff over and over again. <laughs> I, man, I just can't. It, oh, oh, it's so bad. Oh, Bethesda. It's so, so bad. You so Bethesda. And just again, like I said before on the podcast, like. The fact that they acknowledged it just makes this so much worse. That they acknowledged that this is a buggy mess and oh, it's fun. Bethesda, we're going through this. Like shit. We're going oh. through this together. Except for I gave you sixty dollars and you took my sixty dollars. So we're not going through this together. And you couldn't even get me my bag because <laughs> you gave it away. Dollar uh, <laughs> store, and you got, went to the dollar store and had someone like attach a sticker to the side of a generic nylon bag. This is this is such a bad thing. It's one of those things that, like, you know Fallout 76 is probably going to be a pretty decent experience in about, I don't know, 6 to 12 months. But for the people who spent the $60 for this game this year, I feel for you because that is the biggest... I would take my game back. I would demand a refund because that game just is... Mm. It's, it's worse than No Man's Sky. <sighs> I can't believe I have to say that. Like, No Man's Sky, I had crash on me multiple times at release. But the thing was, is that even though all the elements weren't there um, that they'd promised, there was still a core game loop there that did run. Now, I had some issues, but it was also a huge world. You know, like this is something and it was a new team doing a new engine. There's no excuse here. Like this is Bethesda is not new to this engine. at all, And they're not new to doing collector's editions and nice ones, too. So there's like I have no idea what happened, but. Fuck! Did they drop the ball? Yeah, I don't know what. And I to mean. give away give away the bag for free to people that uh, just to people that won't help your sales. You know the influence, like they do not help your sales. Anyway, uh, Path of Exile for PS4 has been delayed, so that won't be out anytime soon. What's Path of Exile? It's a Diablo style free to play game. Okay. It's really good. It's very good. It sounds familiar. That's the reason why I was asking. Yep. Uh, PlayStation Classic reviews went out this week. Boy, mm. nobody seems to like that thing. 
<laughs> um, one redditor decided to white knight for them and say that no one would be complaining if somebody didn't point out that it was uh, 50 hertz. And I know I'm not a frame rate whore, but you can definitely tell the difference between 50 hertz games and 60 hertz games. It's very noticeable. Well, the, they wouldn't. I don't think they would have had a problem if, if you know people didn't specify it, <clears throat> except for Tekken Three. Yeah, well, that, that's just it. Like Tekken Three, it, like I watch, like I'm the same as you. I'm not a frame rate guy. That stuff doesn't bother me. I'm st- I, full disclosure. I'm still buying one. I've paid one off. I'm picking it up. You know, today well, as we need pod- someone. We need someone to tell us how bad. So it is. I'm, I'm still getting one because I have a huge nostalgia for that thing. I remember the day I bought it. I remember sitting there playing a demo disc and a copy of Toshinden for 12 straight hours. I love that oh, machine, wow. but I also know that when I saw Tekken 3 running on this thing, I was like, "That's fucking broken." There's it's something. Because there's it something doesn't... wrong with that game. <laughs> it, because 50 and 60 are. Not like you can't. The refresh rate is just that. not there. Yeah. Yeah, like if it was, if for some reason they could, I don't know how they'd do it, but get it down to thirty frames from a sixty, so everybody could run it, and then that would be understandable. It, first of all, it's running off of HDMI, so there's really no excuse. No. Like, this is not an issue we have anymore, um, because you can import games from Europe, and that's not an issue now. Like we haven't had this issue since we went to HDMI. Um, but yeah, just the fact that they chose a but like what is it five or six, like that are all and it's like you do notice it because it doesn't f- feel right at all, and the fact that you can notice it in the video of Tekken Three is bad. Yeah, it's I it, it's a it's a thing, and here's the worst part of it all is that it can never be fixed. No, because there's no connection to the internet. I'm there's, sure someone will hack it and put the proper ISO Sure, on sure. There, there's but... two USB ports on the front and a and a micro USB on the back. So I'm sure somebody's going to hack the hell out of this thing. That's not the issue. The issue is is that standard consumers that don't do that stuff right. are going to be they're going to be screwed. And like they're using a No, it's fine. The emulator is great, but they're not they didn't make their own emulator. Which is something Nintendo. They has. didn't even take full advantage of the emulator that's in there. There's no like visual options. Yep. There's no scan line options. There's no. There's nothing. Yeah, EPSXE is what they're using, correct? Uh, they basically made it on as cheap as they possibly could. Yeah, they oh. literally were. They were like, Nintendo's not doing their N64 Classic this year. There's no mini console on the market. Look what those things sold. Let's slap them together. Games, at games, at games, uh, does shit frequently, um, and they don't have anything to do with this. But uh, one thing that they do do is really good menus because it's Android based. Um, the menu on this thing is ugly as sin too. Like, there's just no flair to the like. It is, it to say it's cheap is probably an understatement. But the problem is, is that like with at game stuff, the price is generally lower. Fucking, this is hundred yeah, thirty bucks a, in this Canada. Is this is a hundred bucks in America. And here, you know, we talked about this a few months ago, and we kind of downplayed it a little bit, saying maybe it was a licensing thing. But when they didn't even have the launch lineup for this thing ready a month before it came out, that should have been a huge red flag. Yeah. Like, they were throwing this thing together as fast as they could 
And, you know, I watched Jurassic Park over the weekend, but like, before you even realized what you had, you, you, you slapped it on a lunchbox, and now you're selling it. You're selling it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it came with a lunchbox, I think we'd be doing a lot better, because at least you have a nice lunchbox. No, not for $100. No. But... Also, Metal Gear Solid is incomplete on this thing, because there's no DualShock. Right. Well, I mean... Yeah, you're you're absolutely correct. Although, according to Drew, I had to fight him on this. Apparently, Drew says that it uh, that there is no DualShock support. It was later versions only? Except that's not true, Drew. No, I'm it's, you out it's on the not. It's like literally in the original like layer controller yeah, you, on the floor. To, I'm going to move it. Yeah, you have to press the button in the center. I think to get activate it, but it's there. Yeah. Yep. Um, I did not actually have a dual shock when I played uh, Metal Gear Solid for the first time. I can't imagine that. <laughs> the first time I played through Metal Gear Solid, I played in Japanese, so it took me 12 hours to defeat Psycho Manus because I couldn't fucking read anything. <laughs> so I had no idea that I was supposed to switch controller ports to port 2. So I actually killed him with controller port in port 1. I want you to know wow. that. It takes forever, but you can do it. Alright, I got one last news thing. This is the big leak I was telling you about. <clears throat> Let's take this with a grain of salt, and we'll find out for sure on Thursday. Is this Walmart Canada again? No. Okay. So, it's 4chan. So, again, take it with a grain of salt. Well, then, before we go big to one. the 4chan leak, um, apparently Walmart Canada accidentally announced the date of Death Stranding. You know what? I I didn't even read that because Walmart Canada is full of shit and Death Stranding's not coming out in 2019. So no, but they, they... I thought you were just going to stop at Death Stranding's not coming out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not coming out on PS4. It's coming out on PS5. <laughs> uh, so there's a 4chan leak. Apparently, a QA tester for a game that's going to be announced on Thursday leaked a whole lot of details about a game some people might have interest in. It's a little title called Mortal Kombat 11. Now, this list literally reads like a fan dream, but also NetherRealm is probably the best in the industry at creating full-fledged games out of the box, so on top of that, none of this sounds like this wouldn't happen. I mean, if you go back to X, they had Alien, uh, Jason, I mean... Well, this isn't even about characters. This isn't even necessarily... This is about modes, so, okay. according to this, it will be revealed on Thursday. It's been in development for four years. Uh, there was one-year concept, three years full development, longest to date of any Mortal Kombat game. Uh, concepting started during MKX. Uh, it has a proper adventure mode, basically a new version of Shaolin Monk's type of gameplay. You can really? play, oh, please, you God, can play and customize your character in this mode. Lots of items, customizations, weapons, etc. Also boxes like Injustice, Daily Bible, etc. Blah blah blah. Um, adventure mode is two-player co-op, online or uh, single, drop-in, drop-out. Story mode and adventure are both are different. Both are included. Story mode is normal NetherRealm Studios game style. Story evolves about three main characters. Raiden is now punishing people who are trying to attack Earthrealm, Emperor Liu Kang, Princess Katana, blah, 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 preparing an army, something of stone, blah, 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 story stuff I'm not going to get too deep into. Uses UE4 instead of UE3. Animation cancels for the first time in another Realm game. Uh, Fujin is a playable character. 
Johnny Cage, Goro, Sonya Kano, Baraka, Melina, Ferator are not playable. How am I supposed to punch people in the dick? <laughs> that maybe, is a staple maybe you can of use Mortal Kombat. Cassie Cage. She punches people uh, in the dick. I suppose. It's not the same if he's not throwing shades on his babality, where he or his uh, uh, friendship, where he throws you an autograph picture. Friendship, friendship, friendship. <laughs> so yeah, say what you want about those games, but they're all hilarious and fun. I love except Mortal Kombat, like except for the one Sub Zero game that is a scrolling beat 'em up that is absolutely awful. If anybody's ever listened to the show, you know how big of a Mortal Kombat fan I am, and I am totally stoked for the next game, and I'm sure it's coming, but. I also have realism and like this leak sounds a little too good to be true. But you know what? If it is, hell yeah, let's play some Mortal Kombat 11 in 2019. I one of those things I thought it was weird with the fact that I liked the Shaolin Monks type. Shaolin Monks notes. is incredible. Well, what's the one that's oh god. Um, Mortal Kombat Mythologies featuring Sub-Zero, that's a bad game. Yeah, no, but what's the one... There was another game where it had a... Um, special Forces, which was Jax. Yeah. No, it's not Special Forces. No, that's a terrible game. Yeah, that game's um, What are you trying yeah. to think of? Is it Armageddon that had a full three... Well, Armageddon definitely No, did. no, no, no. You're thinking of Deception. Yeah, Deception. Deception. Thank you. Had that's the... What's his, what's his nuts? Uh, Shujinko. Shujinko, yeah. The, the... Like, that was a pretty interesting mode. I know that... Um, yeah, I enjoyed that game a lot. That's a, a real deception. Also had underrated game puzzle and yeah. carts, right? Well, no, that was that was Armageddon had carts, and the carts was only in the um, Wii version. No, More motor combat. No, carts was in the Xbox and PS2 version. One of those games. Uh, I fucking okay, know for maybe a it was fact deception. It was. Then. But uh, then Armageddon had carts only in the Wii version. Uh, I think Armageddon had carts in the PS4 or PS2 version because that's oh, the version I had. Yeah, I had Xbox, and I there. know that one oh, of those games sorry, had, had a, it, the it had a specific character that was available in carts as well, which was um, Chameleon with the K. Nobody gives a shit yeah. about Chameleon. Stop trying to make with Chameleon. Ain't nobody ever cared about Chameleon. Yeah, I know. They I pulled know. that shit with Trilogy on the N64, where they put the female version of Chameleon with the K. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, but Conquest, Stupid. Conquest was in Armageddon, which is the same mode as in Deception. Yeah, like those things were cool, and they've got away Paid from those. Dagon. The one in the one in Deception was really good. Yeah, uh, the one in Armageddon, not so much. No, uh, but the one in Deception was really good. Well, that's because Armageddon wasn't the best. Armageddon was just yeah. kind of like it was the Mortal Kombat trilogy of the PS2 generation. Right. Yeah. So, but I actually I really enjoyed. Those games, I enjoyed the the style of fighting. I enjoyed all of it. It's weird think, to go back to those games now, though. I will tell you that. Oh, uh, I can't imagine even <laughs> trying to go back to those games at this point. Such a different style of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we'll find out on Thursday. Does anybody have any predictions for the TGAs before we move on? Because those are Thursday, so this Jeff Keeley. Puts on knee pads and... Uh, I'm talking about Kojima. real predictions and not trying to be funny, Anthony. Come on. I man. think, I think we'll uh, I think we'll I... see some Dragon Age stuff. I think... Um, I do think we'll get Mortal Kombat. I, I think that will... I, I just think he's been too coy about all that stuff. It's He's been too quiet. He's been too quiet for too long. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I, those two, I would almost, I would bet on, for sure. Here's here's one for me, and it's it's an easy one because we got it last year. There'll be one to three games announced that we won't hear shit from for two years. Yeah, you remember those games last year? They talked about what was it, the Egyptian picture game from the guys that made Firewatch. Remember that one? Yeah, but that that one nobody's talked, but nobody said a word about it since. There was also nope. that. Um, they bought, when they got bought out by uh, Steam. Or a Valve, I should say. Yeah, they said they were still making was, it, but they didn't talk about yeah, the game. Yeah, that was when the talk ended. And then also the one from the guy, People Can Fly, the witch game, the first-person um, shooter that started off with, like, you thought it was going to be the... Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Yes. Uh-oh. And it was and like... Bulletstorm or, or, and Painkiller or whatever. Yeah, and, like, we haven't, a gun. we haven't seen that game since the since the Game Awards last year. Yeah. So I bet you we'll get a couple more of those. For sure. I know we'll probably get to see more Death Stranding. Of course we get to see Death Stranding. Fucking stop it. Stop it. It's not a game. Him and Keely, you know, Keely and Kojimbles are just going to kiss on stage. It don't matter. It don't matter. Yeah, like, and here we are showing you more of the Postal Service that you get to play in this game. No, no, no. So this time they're going to show you a trailer that's absolutely nothing like the other trailers, and you're going to be again like, what the fuck is this at this point? The only game, the only game that exists is the one that Kojima's playing with us. Yeah, pretty much. That game comes out, it's going to be a, a dating simulation with pigeons. Do you not think people are going to, as I say, if it's Norman, listen, if it's Norman Reedus dating pigeons, people will still buy it. I was going to say, if it's dating sim with Norman Reedus being the person you date, I know people would buy it, but... If it's Norman yeah. Reedus dating pigeons, I'll buy it. Um, I'm not ashamed of that. Anyway, we got an email. You want to read an email? Well, technically, you have to read the email, but yes, sure, go ahead. Really? You're welcome. This email comes from Antonio. He says, so I got my PSVR on Saturday. Immediately set it up. Tetris Effect and Farpoint were the first two I tried out. I really enjoyed both games, and I will have tried Astrobot and Moss by the time the show goes live. There are two immediate improvements to the next that the next iteration of PSVR must definitely have. Better resolution and a lot less cords. Other than that, I'm pretty happy with my purchase so far. Other than that, I started up Evil Within 2 to coincide with Phoenix Down's Nightmare Before Christmas. Isn't that pretty much everyone's wish list for VR is better res- resolution? Yep. And no cords. No cords is yep. like the dream. Yeah. I'm going to be real honest, honest with you, unless you have a superhuman PC, PC VR is not much better resolution. <laughs> I'm I'm curious to know would people be willing to keep the resolution at where it's at if you just went wireless? I would. Yeah, me yeah. too. Totally. I would totally shit. be willing for that. Oh it's god, yeah. Hooked it up because I'm too lazy. I'm gonna a be real honest work. with you though. Like the setting up of the PSVR has a lot of wires, but the wire that comes off the headset's not really bad for me because it's just one wire. You know. I also don't find it too. I don't find it pulls on you too much either. No, but then again, like I mostly, like a... I mostly play sitting down. So me too. Yeah, so it doesn't really like I'll throw it around my left shoulder and just kind of play, and it, I never really notice the wire. 
Now I do notice the headset because the headset, uh, you know, after about 45 minutes to an hour, I'm like, ooh, I don't like this thing on my head because I'm starting to get a headache. But that's just me personally. So, well, it's because you have to crank that thing on the back. I don't crank it. it at all. Oh, really? Nope. Nope, I just let it, I, I kind of keep it as comfortable as I possibly can because I don't, like when I first used it, I would tighten it as much as I could because they're like, you know, you need to be, you know, shut off from the outside world to get the best experience. I'm like, you know what, my experience is still pretty good even with a little light coming through, so I'm okay. I tighten it only because I, I see my, I feel like I can't keep it in focus if I don't tighten Yeah, I can see that because it's funny because you can go like a half an inch up or down. And like it loses focus. It's such a weird thing. Yeah, I I'm assuming it's because the way the lenses are on the inside. Yeah, they they have to be at a. It's kind of like viewing the 3ds. Uh, the three. You remember when the 3ds first the, came yeah, out? The first 3ds. Yeah. Model, yeah. Like it was hard to no, see no, no, the no, 3d. Yourself more. Yeah. No further away. It's kind of like that. Where if you look, you know, if you adjust it up or down just a little bit, the the. The re- it's not that the VR goes away; it's that the resolution kind of drops, like it goes out of focus. So, but anyway, I'm I'm glad everybody's enjoying VR. Like 199 dollars was the price point for that thing, and I think yeah. it's, I think it's I think Sony would be wise to just put that thing down to that price. They would sell a hell of a lot more of them. All right. I'm going over to the Twitter, the Twitter, the Twitter. Matt wants to know who would best play Bob Ross in a movie. My pick is Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. We're going to paint a bush right over here. I don't know who would play Bob Ross best in the movie, but I would watch Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool costume doing Bob Ross again. I'm I'm sitting here trying to think who would play Bob Ross. It has to be like so soft spoken. <laughs> Joke version: Gilbert Gottfried. See now, now you're just trying too hard with that. Anytime who's the use... dude from A Star Is Born? Oh, that was in Hangover. Oh, uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, he'd be Bradley Cooper is a good Bob Ross. Oh, I could see that. What about the other dude from The Hangover? Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> <laughs> that you would actually what? be pretty perfect. He actually, he actually probably could. Uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna paint this little bush right over here. He does whisper most of his jokes. I used to watch that show he did on YouTube. What was it? Between two ferns. Two Between ferns. two ferns. Yeah. That shit was funny. Uh, Jeff wants to know, why do some devs still lock button layouts? Just coming off of God of War, I have died repeatedly in Darksiders 3, trying to dodge with a circle instead of R1. By the way, Darksiders 3's checkpoints suck balls, and where are the flashy finishing kills? Um, That's yeah, 100% true. The, the checkpoints in that game are fucking terrible. But also, yes, games need accessibility. You should be able to remap every button on that controller yeah. at any point you want. Because especially with ones that are PC-based, like generally the PC version will have full accessibility to like rebind all your keys, which means they can rebind a controller. 
Um, the good news is, I suppose, that with Xbox um, and an Elite controller, you can rebind your yeah. controller. You can That's do still annoying level. as shit, though. No, it is. And it should be built in the game. Like, we talked about this with, um, uh, what is it, Mother Gunship? Yeah, with that one and then uh, that Wait. horror game that came out recently where they wouldn't let you invert controls. Yeah. And it's like, I know but, you can do it at system level, I get it, but... Man, fuck if you, you have an Elite controller, Ken, why don't you set up um, your second option to be inverted controls for games like that? Yeah, I've 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 done that before in the past. I haven't done it uh, since I got my X. But, uh, okay. I mean, I get that that's an option, but I shouldn't have to do that. You know? No, and that's just it. Like, the... the Elite controller setup is mainly so you can refund, like rebind all your, your buttons because you are assumed to be using the paddles on the back. Yeah, which um, are great for like I started. I use those sometimes for Overwatch for characters that I need to like jump without taking my hands off the face buttons. Yeah, I might set it up for uh, Red Dead because I find that like all the face buttons and stuff I find that confusing sometimes. Maybe easier that way, but. Um, yeah, no, like, it shouldn't have to do it on a system level. It's kind of like if you try to play the original Binding of Isaac with a controller, they tell you to get Joy to Key. Why? Can we just, can we just take this opportunity to once again say why nobody has copied system preferences from the Xbox 360? You guys remember those? Where you'd go into your Xbox dashboard and you would set things like, what's my primary color? What's my default camera view in a racing game. Yep. Like, all of that I stuff. I remember those. Like, and it worked! Yep. Like, anytime you boot up a 360 game, my controls were always set to inverted because the system level knew to do it. Like, that shit was awesome. Why did nobody steal that? I think because now they port more and more PC stuff, so they're just getting... Lazy? Like, they're... Um... <laughs> I can't... See, I don't want to say you're getting lazy. I'd say that you're getting developers who not necessarily like they can't necessarily afford the time to add in all the functionality that would uh, like work on a system level. Um, but then at the same time, like, I can't blame Microsoft for not doing that either. Like, I don't know who to blame in that situation. God, I but, love that um, thing. Like, just, every- just have like, like, like you know, because that means the. The console and the game have to be working like hand in hand, yeah, like on the it. system preferences level. That doesn't necessarily work. God, they did it on 360. And like every time I boot up a 360 game on Xbox One, it's still there. Like it still works. I'm like, yes. Like I'd say it's the same when I start up a game in this. Like I'm wearing headphones on my PC, and it's still coming out of my speaker. Like why? Yeah. Right. You know, it's it happens on PC, and I think the problem is now we have a bunch of basically PC games that are being played on a box, God and that's just not there boxes. anymore. You don't have to, you don't have to, you know, make a game for 360 anymore. You know, you don't have to make a game for Xbox One. It's just your PC game, and then you port it too. Everybody, that should just be like a universal standard. Make it a piece of software that every system uses. Give me a universal profile. Here's my gamer profile. Anyway, 
Dustin says, don't tell the interwebs, but I might have Astrobot higher than Red Dead this year. Still mulling over it. Wow. That game is really fucking good. I can't stress enough how good that game is. It ain't better than Red Dead. I ain't gonna be crazy, but, you know. I don't know. Red Dead's pretty on uh, Astrobot is pretty fucking good. Mm. On it. So... I'm going to end up with this game. Dude, if I'm you don't buy this, this game by the end of the year, I'm going to punch you because it's going to be know, on your I list. I know, I know. I'm just waiting for next paycheck. It's going to be on your top ten, um, I promise you. The, the, uh, would you say it's akin to something like Super Mario 3D World Land? What do you, what do you mean by akin to? In terms to? of quality. I mean, it's a quality game, but see, the thing, the thing about Astrobot is everybody wants to compare it to something. And really what makes this game work is the VR. It's, I guess in that sense it is like Super Mario 3D Land, which was on the 3DS. Like The reason that game worked was because it was on the 3DS. And you had to turn on the 3D to kind of see around things, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what Astrobot is. Like If you played Astrobot without VR, that game is just a run-of-the-mill platformer, dude. But the way they design it with VR in mind, like that game is just... The stuff they do in it is so fucking cool in VR. It just, I can't describe it till you play it. And literally, yeah. like, as you're going through it, and you play a level, and you're like, this is cool. Then you play the next level, and you're like, oh, wow, this is really fucking cool. Then you get to the next level, and you're like, holy fucking shit, how do you top this? And then guess what? The next level, they do. It's so good. Anyway. Dustin also says Tony talks a lot. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Isn't that kind of what we're supposed to do on a podcast? I mean, if we just let dead air run, that wouldn't be a very good podcast. We should release a podcast that's just like 60 minutes of dead air and see if anybody listens to it. Has anybody ever just done one, that? It's like a joke. Just, just like halfway through, just so you know you're not just listening to a podcast that didn't download. It's just a... <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um... I started up Vampire, but I haven't got much time to play it, but I'm liking what I've seen. That's a fun game. That's one of those games that'll be sleeper hit. Like, people will be talking one of these, about it. One of these days, it's probably going to end up on Gold or PS Plus as a free game or something, and I'll check it out. I think when it ends up there, a lot of people will be like, you know what, this game's really cool. How come more people didn't talk about this when it came out? Yeah. Uh, he says, I finished Owlboy. I wasn't a fan. I can totally see that. I, I can. That game is definitely quality, but I can totally see why people don't like it. Uh, has Ken played more Super Mario Party? There's a handful of minigames that use motion and some that use HD rumble that probably wouldn't work with a pro controller. I, I, I get it. I get why they don't support the pro controller. I do. But I really wish they did. And going back to Pokemon Let's Go or whatever, Pikachu, whatever the fuck, um, there's no reason that game doesn't support a Pro Controller, and also fuck you for making it only support one Joy-Con. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu or whatever the fuck. That's my, <laughs> that's my game of the year right there, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I want to play that game, but I cannot stand playing with one controller in one hand. It just does not feel right to me. 
hold the other controller in the other hand and just do and just don't use it. it. But it doesn't do anything. Like I want to move. Like I like. Here's my problem. Okay, and and you it, until your brain wraps around this when you're doing it. When you're playing a video game, what's your brain doing? You're you're moving with your left hand and you're actioning with the right hand, right? Mm-hmm. What if you're trying to do both with one hand? It fucks you up, man. <laughs> so you eat an apple with your one hand and then you control with the other. No. Like there's... <laughs> Try it and understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I understand, but... Do you need multi- like your your move, and then you have one button, right? Yeah, it. one button. And then so you, gotta, you want you the button gotta... on the right hand side, and you want the movement on the left. I mean, that's the way I play video games. So hold the Joy-Con with two hands. I'm really not understanding. Are you a man, Anthony? Do you have man-sized not... <laughs> hands, or do you have children-sized hands? <laughs> Have you ever held a Joy-Con sideways? Yes, they're not they're not comfortable. Exactly, Anthony. But don't you have to hold that one facing the screen? What are you Cradle talking? your hands together. Dude. I'm only defending Nintendo because it bothers you. My hands hurt holding a Vita. Imagine what they feel like holding that fucking Joy-Con. And I'm under the my I hands should not be hands that. Feel great holding a Vita. I'm my... going to be completely honest with you. Find me someone that's hands are like, yeah, the Vita is the most comfortable system. I'm just telling you that right now, my hands holding a Joy-Con are invading each other's personal space way too much. <laughs> my hands can't. <laughs> <laughs> they are almost occupying the same space. What well, I'm screaming for an adult, and I don't know which one. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Joy-Cons. I fucking hate them. I understand. I, I do understand. Especially when it's like a $70 controller. Or sorry, 60 in the States, right? I have a Pro or Controller. A pro Controller? I yeah. have one. But if the game doesn't support it, it doesn't do me any good. I understand. What I'm saying is I understand wanting to be able to... At the same time, Nintendo wants to say fuck you. Nintendo promised me that all games would be playable with the Pro Controller. I know Reggie said that at one point, and if he didn't, that's a lie, because he said it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Last tweet says, uh, less than a week before Smash, and I'm super pumped. Is anybody on this show, like, super excited for... I'm just curious. I'm curious. I don't have a Switch, Um, and I don't care. I wouldn't say I'm super excited for it, but I'll play it. You know, I have zero interest in this game, like, whatsoever. I barely played the last one. Like, I've played all of those games, and every single time I play them, it's exactly the same thing. I play it for ten minutes, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of awesome fan service in this game. It plays like hot dog shit. I, I, <sighs> the, I think I... My favorite was, like, the Wii one, because it had that full single-player experience, and then, like... I got. I did the, played a little bit of the 3DS one, and went. This is okay. Can't wait for the Wii one to a Wii U one to come out. Played the Wii U one once, and was like, "This is not good." I don't. Like uh, I, my son and I played a lot of the Wii U one. So it, if you're playing with multi, like that's the thing. Like if you're playing with other people, those games are fantastic. But I don't. So it's. I just can't get past the single controls. player stuff. Is like, not, I, like you know, those games become less interesting to me. I just can't get past the controls. I, I just think they're awful. Oh, really? I, I just think it's an awful... Like, I, 
I there's so many times when I'm playing that game where I try to do something and I do the wrong thing. Oh, I don't have that issue. Yeah, I haven't had so. that issue with Smash. And especially like, with especially with um anytime you use the GameCube controller with the fact that the C stick does all your B power moves. I don't know. I just I do not I I there's so many times when I'm playing that game like where even when I'm playing through the single player mode and I'll go to swing at somebody and they'll roll past me and I swing the wrong way and I'm like well that's just cuz they're better than you can I'm going to be honest with you that's how normally it goes with me too There's a lot of intricate maneuvers in that series that I don't fully understand I don't know. I just think it plays like garbage. That's the reason why I stick to. I usually Soul play. And I was gonna say I usually like to play real fighting games, not that oh. garbage. Uh, <laughs> I'm distancing myself from this. Send all your hate to Ken, dude. I've been doing that for years. Anybody, anybody who takes Smash seriously enough to be <laughs> mad at what I just said, please come after me, please. I, I know who you are. He also doesn't like Shenmue. Shenmue sucks. What are you talking about here? Shen- Super Shenmue fight. <laughs> Bunch of people pumping into each other. Forklifts. Shenmue and, and Smash fans are going to come after me like, Oh my god, you've ruined my life. How dare you speak shit? So, you know, I'm just, I'm just spitting well, truth. People, truth, yeah. Spitting truth, son. The day you wake up is the day you'll be like, Wow, video games are really good. I should stop playing these garbage ones. <laughs> I'd like to note, I've talked a lot this episode. I didn't say any of that shit. You know what? I don't care. It's fun. It's fun. No, I just... When that's what even kills me. It's like, I've tried... I, like, we bought the Wii U version for my son, thinking, like, oh, he'll love this game. And he literally played it for a half hour, and all he did was run Mario off the side of the map, and then he was like, I'm done with this game. He's like, I don't want to play this. He's like, can I play... Pikmin? Can I play Super Mario Can Maker? Fallout 76? Something that's half decent? No, nah, he bugs me all the time to play Fortnite. I won't let him. I just, I just uh, don't want to let him play online. And I get I, that there's a lot of things you can put on the system to block him from online. I just, you know, I'm just... Yep. It, it just, I don't know. There's just something about that game that I'm just like, you know what? I don't... Like, even when we let him play Overwatch, we don't let him play online. We let him play against the AI. So... I don't know. I'm just not ready to uh, let him play online. You know, yet. you know what? I can tell you what it is. Subconsciously, you don't want him to learn the dances and then embarrass. Dude, you he already public. knows the dances. I was playing oh Astrobot yesterday, and Astrobot dances after you finish the level. And my son's like, "Look, he's doing the floss." I'm like, "You shut up and go to your room." <laughs> <laughs> Guess he's not getting dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the part is, is that every time somebody does a dance that Fortnite has ripped off, people go, "Well, it's a Fortnite dance." Like these were things beforehand. You fucking, oh. I'm pretty sure Fortnite doesn't actually have any dances. I'm pretty sure no, they're, they're all just, ripped from stuff. They're stolen dance moves from other people. Yeah, they yeah. stole the Carlton. They stole the um, oh god, the poison one from uh, Scrubs. Yeah, but you know what? All the kids growing up today will know them from Fortnite. Oh, absolutely. Fortnite. Absolutely. Great. Fortnite is a cultural phenomenon, whether you want to believe it or not. It, it just you is. No, and they also know I'm a believer by Smash Mouth. 
you know what? original. So there you go. I think that's more offensive than anything Fortnite. Is I don't doing. know, man. It's, these are both equally offensive things. No, there's nothing more offensive than Smash Mouth. No. Oh. You know, somebody I, I, once somebody once told to, me. Everybody that out there needs to listen to the "Why Can't We Be Friends" or "Under Pressure" by Smash Mouth. They're terrible. No, no. Somebody but once worse. told me that the world is going to roll me. Okay. <laughs> Well, you ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> and if you want to hear the best version of Why Can't We Be Friends, wasn't it Real Big Fish that did it in basketball? Uh, Yes, I think you are correct. Yeah, that's the one you should It can't be worse than Smash Mouth. Basketball is streaming free on Prime right now, I think, and if you haven't seen that movie, you should watch it. It's a fantastic film. Oh! Here's another little rumor. Apparently Splinter Cell, maybe it's TGA's? Wasn't it rumored last year that... Oh, Dude, E3, I, that dude I'm pretty sure Splinter Cell's been rumored for every event since the beginning of time. I mean... Eventually somebody's going to nice. get it right. It'd be nice. It's not like they didn't get... Um, what's his name back? Uh, Michael Ironside. Well, they got him back for a minute, and then... You know what? I'm, I'm not going to make that joke. Can leave that one on the on the floor, on the cutting room floor. Okay then. Anyway, if you'd like to send us an email, <laughs> it's podcast. And why would you? At ztgd.com. You can also tweet at us at m4g podcast. You can follow us all individually. Uh, Anthony is at ntrskt. Ryan is at wombatrp, and I am at ztgd. You can also follow the site. Ztgd. Send all your hate to ztgd. He's the one that said Smash Brothers was bad. I don't know why you're pointing this out. I'll welcome it. I'll say it on Twitter right now. Smash Brothers sucks. I'll tweet it. I don't care. I don't care. They're psychotic. I don't care. Godspeed. Check out the site at ZTGD Content. I drop flowers on your grave. On the Twitter. You can press X to pay your respects. F. It's X on console. There's no F. Oh, right. Sorry, no F you on are console. What the fuck is wrong with you? I like how everybody made fun of Call of Duty for doing that. That was in the first Arkham. <laughs> the first Arkham Asylum game that was in there. So, press whatever to pay your respects to podcast over Sunday. <laughs> Smash Brothers sucks. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. Epic fail.
no bad boys allowed. And then I, and then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon.